Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry podcast. How was that for you this week, Chiffy? Oh, that was really almost like luster, one would say. Yeah, it was a bit. I am tired. I'm tired. You're doing a lot, aren't you? I know. Very, I'm a poor puppet. Poor puppet. It's very difficult being Gemma Bray because you have so many ideas that you immediately <laughs> implement and go at 100 miles an hour and then slightly edge out of. As my mum would say, act in haste, repent at leisure. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah that's that is yeah I'm very good I think it's good one of the things that well I'm really missing not being able to write and one of the things that we talked about a couple of weeks ago before I decided to fall off Gemma's literally doing a full body moisturize which is kind of insulting because I can't I can't I've got a really crusty arm because I can't moisturize it and literally went around to my friend's house I would moisturize you as well Thanks, Jem. I went I went to someone's house yesterday and I literally was like, she was like, can I do anything for you? And I was like, can you moisturise this arm? And she was like, okay. Um, we were talking about it a few weeks ago where I was saying I was finding it really helpful to write down five things I was grateful for at night. And now obviously I can't do that. Um, I have been doing, I had a consultation that I'd forgotten about this morning and I was like, I'm going to cancel it. And then I was like, no, I'm just going to write with my left hand. I don't know if you can see any of that, Gemma. Not really. I'm not doing well with my left hand. Um, but So I'm really missing that, but I'm trying to do it in my head. Not, not the same as writing, but I'm trying to do it in my head. And one of the things that when I'm feeling a bit rubbish about myself, a bit wibbly wobbly, yeah. is I think how lucky I am, and this is going to make some people pissed off that they're not like this, but this is this is me mentally clutching at straws, everyone. I feel like you might identify with it. Is um, I'm always really pleased that I always have ideas. I always the joke with my Lime Life team who sent me peonies last week from my unbreakable team lightning. They literally, I can't like they're amazing. But the the joke always is is like how many plates do I have spinning? A billion, and although I get really frustrated and exhausted and about it, I do, I'm always like, thank, I'm really thankful that I'm not, you know, I didn't lose my job with Lime Life and then think, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm constantly in my head. I'm like, what am I going to do? Broken my arm into four places. What am I going to do? But I always have things ticking Mm -hmm. and I think you're the same. And that is one of the things I try and make myself grateful for when I'm sitting in bed feeling useless because I can't write, can't do makeup, can't do facials, can't do network marketing anymore. Uh, do you know what I mean? All of the things that I can think of that I can't do. I'm always like, yeah, but I have about eight ideas for podcasts. I've got loads of books. I've got piles of books everywhere that I want to read. I've got two courses that I'm preparing to, to, to launch. Do you know what I mean? There's always stuff and I always feel like you're the same. So even though we might moan, it's nice having yeah but it is ideas. Tiring, it? it's bloody exhausting I mean I don't know how... I've, I've been sat on a, a zoom call it's 9am to 1pm all week so it's filming this on Wednesday I never realized how expressive my face is <laughs> so bad isn't it I used to get messages because we used to do these awful trainings don't care about saying it now they were terrible. It's like there are a few things that I'm good at. I'll I can give you. We could talk all day about things that I'm bad at. So I don't need 
I'm not here with a bob on myself. Mm. There are a few things that I'm good at. Training, I'm good at. Mm. They were training. shockingly training Thanks. people on right. anything. I can train you on anything. If I know it, I can train you on it. I can be entertaining. I can give you information. Boom. The training that we received was absolutely shocking. And my face cannot... So we'd be on Zoom calls and I would literally have people from my team, people from other teams, people from head office messaging me being like, oh my God, your face. Oh, and yeah. I'd be like, what, what, what's it doing? And they'd be like, oh my God, they just said something and your eyebrows like went into your hairline. I know. I can't. And, and that's, so we were talking and like people are talking and I'm literally going. Yeah. Involuntary, no. <laughs> it's really bad, isn't it? And then I, 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 I find... That I obsessively just stare at my face yeah. to make sure it's not doing anything. But That's then I'm like, does everyone know that I'm obsessively now just staring at myself and to I'll try? Because and... normally, like on a Zoom call, I'm normally doing Zooms either with you or one to one. So like, it's a conversation, yeah. it's a dialogue. Whereas I have never really been on Zooms where there's like lots of people, and um, no, it's like something from the Brady Bunch. There's like people above you, below you. Yeah. And I'm just like, and they move around, and then unmute and not mute. And oh, and then Mike told me it was in the news last. Who was it? Some dude. It was in the news. Um, you know how like you have a break on Zoom when everyone's supposed to like turn the camera off and turn their yeah. microphone off. Some dude who was quite. Isn't America? I want to say CNN. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, who um, was pleasuring himself during? Yeah, did you not know about that? No, when he left his camera. <laughs> He's a journalist. He's a journalist. Oh, like, oh my god! Do you remember? Yeah. That Wicks. was a couple of months ago. Well, it was similar when Joe Wicks went live and oh. and he trumped. He did. And what did you do when that happened? I loved him even more. No, you sent me a text message saying. Capital letters. Oh my God, Joe. <laughs> so embarrassing on a live. My husband called Joe. So I immediately was like, what? What? A, is my husband suddenly doing lives? And like the last three years of my life has been doing lives. And he's, he's just decided to randomly do one and hasn't asked my opinion at all. But two, what's he done on this live? And then you were like, no, Joe Wicks. And I forgot that when we first met... The main man in your life is Joe Wicks. Yeah, I know. I had a weird dream about um this suitable for the Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 <laughs> it was a weird dream because Joe Wicks's nemesis is um James Smith. They're not really nemesis is nemesis. Nemesis, whatever it is. Anyway, I had a dream about James Smith saying, You need to go to and he gave me this address. And he was like, you need to go to number, blah, de blah, this road. I'm not going to say it in case someone lives there. This road, Tunbridge Wells. He kept saying it in the dream. And I'm like, oh, this is good. Woke up the next morning, Googled it. It's an actual house. Now, do I go? Yeah. God, I don't, why are we even on this call? If I could drive, I'd be going. I'd be picking you up. So I, I, had, I had a weird dream last night where James Smith and Joe Wicks are telling me to go to this address in Tunbridge Wells that actually exists. Mike's like, oh, weird. I would just literally, I'll go out the room and then you'll hear beep, beep outside and it'll be me in my car. We're going. Yeah, it's Spring snack. But yeah, I can't help but thinking about that man 
who yeah I have many questions though which I won't go into but I don't I think one of the questions raised was that it had I think there had been a woman presenting and I think one of the questions raised was was it a reaction to her because <laughs> um, he was interviewed wasn't he yeah like I, I I can't believe you only just found out about this because I have a very sheltered life I know but Joe reports everything from the outside world to me that he thinks I oh, know loads of important stuff he doesn't report so like when long term I remember we had friends that when I first met Joe one of Joe's best friends had been in a long-term relationship since all through uni with someone they were like the the Ross and Rachel of their university and they went out for about seven years and then they broke up but Joe didn't tell me so the next time I saw her was at a party and I said how's how is he and and she was like fine I think <laughs> and I was like oh god she was really really vague and Joe's like oh yeah they broke up like six months ago what what you tell me you tell me about people wanking on zoom calls but you're not telling me she was mean you don't tell me stuff that might actually make my life better although i mean it's always good to know that no matter what you do on a zoom call as long as you haven't been caught wanking you're not doing as badly as some people i just it's like having that you know that dream you used to have as a kid where you'd walk into school naked the dream never happened I don't think I never had that dream. I had anxiety dreams. I have I've had a recurring anxiety dream that I've had since I can remember. And I will have dreams where I'm being chased or surrounded and I can't hit, which Mm. I think is quite a common one to fix that. By the way, you just look in the dream. You have to look at your hands. But um, I've never had. Well, yeah, because you're like, I can't hit them and they're coming and I can't, and or you hit them and nothing happens. You're like, (laughs) but if you look at your hands in your dream, then you're like, ah. (laughs) Um, But I've never had the naked dream. I've never, and I don't know if it's because I'd just be like, oh, fuck, I went to an all girls school. Like, a load of girls see me naked, worst things happen at sea. Mine is, it's, it's not nakedness. It's walking into the cafeteria and dropping your tray. That's oh, no. Do you have that? Very specific dream. Yeah. Do you? Not, I haven't had it for ages, but that used, used to be quite prevalent. But I think that was because you saw it happen a lot. So. <laughs> I, I love the fact that in my recurring dreams, I, I'm very much myself in that they all start they'll they'll it'll start off as a, a random normal dream and then we'll move into my standard anxiety dream and um, and when it starts to move into the standard anxiety dream I'll literally be like oh here we fucking go <laughs> oh fuck and because it, it, it mostly involves my family being absolutely useless and they'll either be lions or snipers trying to kill everyone and I'll be having to and so I'll go and get my mum put her in a room and then Joe will have wandered off so I'll go and get Joe then I'll bring him to the room my mum's disappeared do you know what I mean and I'll literally be like oh you fucking what what are you all fucking idiots I remember having one and I was so angry because my dad was there my dad was in the army my dad was a really good shot he said to me once 
when he went to war-torn countries, he always had to ride shotgun because he was the best shot. And he said it not in a swanky way, but in a, because I was like, why would you go in the front, daddy? Why wouldn't you lie in the footwell at the back? And he was like, if you're the best shot, you have to go in the front. Is that and what that in, means? In this, that, hold on, yeah, that's why you're riding shotgun. Never knew that. Oh, fuck's sake. Honestly, well, you've learned something today. But I remember the snipers were coming and, my, and I handed my dad a gun and he literally looked at it like, what the fuck is this? And I just remember being like, oh, honestly, honestly. Honestly, you've come back from the dead and this is this is it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it, it's slightly reassuring that, you know, I'm not sort of a damsel in distress in my dreams. I'm just like... You are basically oh, um, Sarah Connor not, from The Terminator. Well, no, I'm no good, but I'm still not taking anyone's shit. I'm still, like, eye-rolling, even Sarah in the Connor. midst of being eaten by loads of lions i'm still like oh god i've got a question for you if you could be any heroine from a film oh okay who would it be any heroine from a film yeah oh who would you be i think i'd have to be a badass See, I, this really depends on your taste in films because all I can think of is uh, Gloria Mundy from Foul Play, played by Goldie Hawn. She was, she's a librarian. She drives a yellow beetle. She wears lovely clothes. She's, she's not, she doesn't hit anyone. Oh, I want she to run off. She, she, she hits it off with Chevy, Chevy Chase. She's lovely. I'd like to be that. No, it's like no. the opposite of what I am now. You're no. going to be Lara Croft. Yeah. If I had to be a badass woman, which one would I be? As you see, and then I immediately think I'd probably be Dolly Parton in the best little whorehouse in Texas. I'd be a madam. I do think I'd be a really good madam. And and when I lost my job with Lime Life, I did say to Joe, it's a shame. It's a shame. I think I'd be a really good madam. And he was like, oh, yeah, I can see it. But I don't think it's appropriate. Do you know what I've been really getting into? You're gonna, you're, this is, you are either going to go, oh, for fuck's sake, or you're going to go... I've watched eight, yeah, eight series. Are you? Are you? What? what is that? It's a book that I've been listening to. Yeah. Um, Agatha Raisin. Oh, yeah, okay. How well, how many have you listened to? Um, I'm on book four. Okay. And I can do them yeah. in a day. Yeah, but by the time you get to, like eight uh, how many you're like there's loads by the time you get quite far you, like you're you're like yay and then you're like oh same 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 it's same, very same. cookie cutter isn't it cookie yeah. yeah 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 um but yeah but, it's, but you it's know what you know who narrates it who narrates it penelope keith <gasps> oh i love her so i think that's it's, I so love soothing. Her. it's so soothing and then i always think of her then i think of make the connection of of margot and um I, do you still think you're Barbara? No, 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 I'm definitely <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish we had the time and the wherewithal and the footage probably to go back in time for every single time we've contradicted ourselves. Every time I've been like, I would never do that, and then three weeks later I'm like, I'm doing this. I am um, and I, you being like, I can't ever see myself going to the gym 
And then you being like, oh, God, and then you'd be like, I'm definitely Barbara. And now you're like, oh, no, no. I, I text my neighbor. She was she's just like really randomly said thanks for the eggs. And I text and it just didn't ask for this at all. She didn't ask how I was feeling. I just said, I am feeling really despondent. Why is it so fucking muddy? <laughs> was she like, don't think they'll be here long? She's like, would you like to go out for lunch tomorrow? And I'm like, I would love to, but I am on a fucking course. <laughs> I have no time to pee. Is she going? Is you could go out next week? I did. I did say that. I was feeling really despondent because our, our drive has been dug up, so it's literally just trenches, ready for yeah. the to go, and it's just mud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, to be fair, she's probably not loving it either. She doesn't have to go down my drive. Do you not have to share the drive? She doesn't have to <laughs> run back. <laughs> if you pardon the expression. But um, your gardens. How's the there. extension going, Gemma? Well, it's kind of stopped. Everyone's realised it's too hard because we've gone through a gas pipe and we've got to. No, we need the gas bulldozer to come fit and do something. I don't know. I'm just hiding. I mean, yeah, it'll be worth it when it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would like, but Lara Croft. Okay, you know, I can't think. Of, I don't think I've ever seen an action film. Like I've never seen like. I Mallory Knox without like, the killing. A, what? <laughs> Mallory Knox without the killing. No. <laughs> but like, I I couldn't I couldn't be like a simpering like damsel in distress like you said I'd have to be like I love Goldie Horn. I love Goldie Horn. and she's sort of she doesn't simper she's just magnetic and so therefore can wear nice clothes and everyone fixes stuff is she the one that's in um private right private Benjamin yeah, yeah. No, love. You have to watch Foul Play. You won't because you never do anything I suggest. But you should watch Foul Play. It's really good. Nothing bad happens. It's a really feel-good, nice film. Okay. Okay. So that's your female movie. What's your, what are your top five films? What are Gemma Bray's? You're only... The world is getting rid of all films and you are only allowed to choose five to keep. Okay. DVD on the telly, whatever you choose. Mm-hmm. Like if you switch on the telly, you sneakily go onto film four. Does that even exist anymore? It will be one of these five films. Like there's no. Okay, um, I can do this quite quickly. So it's um, Sense of Sensibility with Emma Thompson and. I knew you were going to say that. Did you want to probably Did tell we... me? Have we talked about that before? Probably. Um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. Never seen it. Um, working Girl. Obviously. Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Never seen it. With Goldie Horn's daughter. Kate Hudson. Um, I'm on four. Yeah, that was a quick, that was quick. Um, and Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah. That's it. We haven't sung for ages. Uh, Foul play. Yeah. Gentlemen prefer blondes. Yeah. Prissy woman. Crocodile Dundee. 
yeah. Obviously. And oh, it's tough. I quite want to say the graduate, but I quite want to... have you seen it? Oh my god, I love old films. Uh oh, I don't know, overboard, the graduate. There's loads I would choose. Nothing modern. I really, I really liked Juno. Did you I watch Juno? Yeah. yeah. And when I lived with my friend Florence, she, my friend Florence had a really shit year. I feel like we're trying to outdo each other on who's having a, a shitty year. She's winning. Um, and I always think of her because when either of us were having a rubbish time, we used to live together and then we lived next door to each other. And we used to drink wine and watch Juno for like years after it came out. It'd be like one of us is having a shit time. Just drink some wine, watch Juno. Good comfort film. Nice soundtrack. Haven't seen it for years. So I should probably go to her house with it. What, what is your favourite movie soundtrack? Oh. The Graduate. Simon and Garfunkel. I almost, What's your? I almost went into a song then. Why didn't I stop? And here to you, Mrs. Robbins. Will you get us in that? No, that's Simon and Garfunkel from the film The Graduate, featuring a character called Mrs. Robinson. Is she the lady that goes, Would you like me to seduce you? Is that what you're trying to tell me? And she's yeah. the one, is, and that's the sound bite from George Michael. Yeah. Oh, just do funky for me. Oh. Too funky for me. I really want to get up. Yeah, it's good that I've incorporated my broken arm into my mood. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, uh, now, I've, for ages, I called it Craigslist because Craig's theme or something, but it's a Glasgow theme. Oh, from, from Love Actually. You'll know it if you heard it. It's I not, probably would. I, can't, I couldn't. That film is a not for me. It's quite melancholy. Kick. Melancholic. Um, uh, I prefer mel melancholy kick myself. Hold on. Glasgow theme. It might not be Glasgow theme. Oh, yes. Here we go. Glasgow theme. If I tell you, though, my. Oh yeah, uh, I. Oh, but, but weirdly, okay. So 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 if we're talking like a song, a, a classical song, hmm. the theme from Crocodile Dundee, literally. Yeah. If I need to get some work done and I put that on, three minutes later I've done half my to do list. Don't know what it is. Also, it's the only film I'm guaranteed to cry at. Taylor Swift's Reputation album, big reputation. Big reputation. Ooh, you and me will have a big conversation. Ah, and you heard about me. Ooh, I've got, got a question. Big enemies. <laughs> yes. Has she got a beard reputation? Were you singing there? Just checking. Beard, beard reputation. Oh, did Johnny say the other day? Oh my god, I can't remember what it was. He was listening to this song, and we, we were on the way to school. And I, I was singing it and I absolutely cracked up because he was like, oh, I thought they were saying something like, 
Oh yeah, you know that song Can't Stand Waiting, whatever it is. He thought it was Can't Stand Gravy. Can't st- <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Constant gravy. Can't stand gravy. Can't stand gravy. <laughs> Constant craving. <laughs> oh, that's like Ned used to think it was. We all sing it. Oh my god, what was it? Don't speak to me. It was Adele. Adele. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, name me an Adele song. Something ghosts. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Send my love to your new lover. So it says, send your love to your new lover. Treat her better. Gotta let go of all our ghosts. But but Ned sings. And he, he was obsessed with Adele. So I once said to him, who's the most beautiful person in the world? And he went, you, me, Adele. And I was yeah. like, okay. Um, when he was like three. Um, but he called her Abel instead. But he used to sing, send my love to your new lover, Ginger Bell. Gotta let go. So he, we, now my entire family, we're always like, Ginger Bell. And I'm What's like- What's it meant to be? treat her better okay but yeah. now it's just ginger bell in this house so you'll always hear that and i would always hear can't stand the gravy and i said to johnny oh, write song? Like, my sister's housemate papa don't preach thought it was papa don peach my friend thought it was papa don bridge <laughs> <laughs> papa don bridge on stand gravy, alternative top ten. Not <laughs> constantly thinking about foods, sides. Always think about sides. <laughs> I do have a reputation in my family whenever we have a meal, and I'm always like, "But where are the condiments? Condiments are very important to me." <laughs> my sister's like that, but not about condiments, about carbs. So, have you met my sister? My sister's like. A racing snake tiny hourglass figure in a tiny frame so unfair um and what's even more unfair is that I'm always like I've had look at my plate of vegetables with my my protein and a tiny bit of carbohydrate if any and my sister I remember we were doing a barbecue once Joe and I and we were doing marinated steak and then eating that as like a nibbly starter and then the next thing was going to be fish on potatoes or whatever so we got the marinade steak and my sister literally was like but where's the carbs where's the shall I put some pasta on what we what's the carbs and we were like but the fish is coming and she was like but with the carbs and eventually her husband was like Jess there are potatoes under the fish it's going to be fine and I was like what's happening she's like there has to be it's got to be carbs. It was like, How do you um, feel about double carbing would you have garlic bread with pasta or chips with lasagna? I wouldn't I mean I look put either of those in front of me I'd happily eat them all up uh but I don't I mean I'm I'm sorry to say because I'm very much eat what you want look how you want do what you want it's none of my business except I can't I I, I'm a carb avoider Hmm. I'm always trying to lose weight and I'm a bit of a carb avoider well because gluten bloats my stomach and makes me feel unwell so mm. once you take gluten out of you know what I mean it, it actually makes everything a lot easier because I love nothing better than cold toast 
with butter and I will eat that. We can't have burger buns in the house because I microwave them for 40 seconds, put half a thing of butter in there and then eat them. There's nothing better. Like it's going to give me a heart attack. I don't care. So we can't have we can't have buns in the house. I, I can't resist a croissant. But because the gluten makes me feel un, unwell, like it makes me feel really bloated, but it can also make me feel genuinely like the world is ending. It's quite easy to avoid. But mm. well, I've been on this Zoom thing and everyone's there going, oh, for my snack, I'm having like a handful you know, of pecans. A chia seed energy ball. We're like, what do you have for your snack, Gemma? I cut a croissant in half and stuck a load of cheddar cheese in it. <laughs> yeah, nice. But but then I mean, before I come across all virtue, like this is what I have as my snack. This is my desk drawer. It's a sharing bar of galaxy there that no one else. Mm got any off like I just I eat chocolate since having the third baby I just I just chomp through chocolate so tell me then Chippy mm. what has been your positive of the week my mum my mum and my sister my mum and my sister I'm very lucky because we're close we've always we were, we've always been a very close family my parents were together until my dad died um and me and my sister and my mum are very close my sister and I fought all the time, but uh, but we were, you know, we fought, but we still, uh, you, do you know what I mean? I know some siblings fight and they don't speak or they don't see. It wasn't like that was an option for us. We'd fight horribly, but still be in constant contact. But last weekend, my, my husband had planned a boys weekend away with a friend who he loves, who he hasn't seen for it years and years and years who he used to live with and uh he was about to cancel it because I literally can't I can't it's not it's not that I can't do anything but like bathing a three-year-old with a broken arm is difficult feeding the dogs raw meat twice a day with my left hand is difficult because Magda's is a puppy there's just a few things that like I could do if I really needed to um but my sister came over on Friday and left an hour before my husband got back on Sunday and literally she's got two of her own kids and she's just moved house she's got a lot going on and she literally just fed us bathed us tidied my house folded washing fed dogs walked dogs was amazing and so I'm very appreciative of her uh and my mum then came up on Monday she's back today she's already done two baskets of ironing she's been out and bought me lunch um, so I'm just very grateful for, for both of them. And I know that not everyone uh, has a close family or a supportive family or gets on with their family. Um, and I always think, oh, yeah, it's very easy for me to sit here and be like, I miss my dad because I do. But I've got I've got amazing sister and mother. So that's my very long positive of the week. What's yours? It's Tom. Thomas is 15 today. No. How did that happen? I don't know. How did that happen? I'm not sure. See, I remember here. I am. I think I'm still 15. Hey, <laughs> you're 15. I'm like 13. What happened? Also, when we met, he was little. Uh, he was yeah, 12. Yeah, seven. I, I just can't believe it. Yeah, he was like, he's your secondary school kid and he just 
he was like, oh, novelty of secondary school kid. Now, now he's in year 10. And now he's now he's like 80 foot. Yeah. So I've got to go and pick him up from school. I said, what do you want? He's doing paintballing at the weekend for his birthday treat. And you don't, but also you're doing stuff where it's like he's going paintballing at the weekend with some friends. Do you have to do anything, Gemma? No, I just no. have to go and pick up his Wagamama's takeaway tonight because that's what he wants. But that's the thing. It's like he's going paintballing. You don't have to go paintballing. Mm-hmm. That ship has sailed. I'm going to go in a minute. I'm going to um, get ready and pick him up. And then we're going to come back mm. and order his katsu curry or whatever he has. And I'm going to have to go back into town to pick it up. But you uh, will. You spawned him. What time is he born? He's born at half past five in the evening. At, in the evening. So he wasn't. So this time, 15 years ago, you were heaving about in the hospital. Yeah. I think they probably had the forceps up there. They don't rattle around with forceps for three hours. Felt like they were. <laughs> I think you'd have a real cause for complaint if they were forcepsing for three hours. <laughs> what are they in those salad servers? Don't put them in me. <laughs> and we've got this. Ooh, we got this. And when he came out, he had his little forcep thing. I refused forceps. I mean, I was pretty much like I was at a drinks party because I'm really polite under pressure so I was like good afternoon hi I'm Corinna this is Joe I've been doing this for three days now but that's fun um but they were like right forceps I was like no thanks no forceps you can medieval suction hat fine no forceps and so Jim came out with a little on his head but look at him now he's not got his forceps marks he's 60 foot how tall is he? Six foot two. Six foot two. Oh, right, and on that note, we've seen you speak to you next week. Oh, we say everyone, let's say good luck to Chippy with her arm thing. Good luck with your oh. arm thing. It'll be by the time you're listening to this, it'll be over. And yeah. that's one thing I always think about when I'm doing something scary. I'm like, by the time, even by the time this goes out, it'll be over. It's like yeah. a small part of your time, and I've got a really good true crime book to read in the waiting room. So I'm excited. I'm going to focus on that. We'll be with you in spirit. I wish you were there so you could say things like that doesn't look right. Oh, I don't oh I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Chippy. Bye. Bye.